If you love talking about cats, but your friends and family are kind of over it, this is the podcast for you. Join your hosts, Danielle Stray-Wooley and Elizabeth calico Gearhart on the Jersey Podcasts, where everyday cat lovers share funny stories, challenging situations, and ask their questions about cats. All right, let's get right into this episode. Okay. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Danielle Woolley. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth Gerhardt. And, and her camera is now off because her cat stepped on the computer. It. This is amazing. I'm not editing this. Okay. I'm, I'm going to see a big butt. <laughs> hey, let's see. Okay. Oh, let me, I can't get it. Okay. I'm sorry, we were having cat issues there. <laughs> that was great. Okay. And action. And we are the Jersey Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And today we are joined by my daughter, Lindsay Gearhart. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> and Lindsay went to Japan for two weeks with her friends and she saw cats there. So we thought we'd talk to Lindsay about the cat experience in Japan. Yeah, because I know that they love their cats in Japan. So please, Lindsay, tell us where you saw the cats. So there are definitely cats pretty much everywhere, uh, you know, pretty much wherever you'd find them on the street. But also we went to a thousand gates, which had a bunch of shrines and a bunch of really pretty architecture and stuff like that. And there were cats everywhere there. They were all over. They were like. And they were in like, they had like these little gift shops and stuff. The cats were going in and out of the gift shops and the store owners were petting them and everything. It was really cute. They were, they were adorable and everybody was getting pictures of them. Now, did anybody talk about um, like how the community cares for them? Because I know in some areas they actually have like designated like towns or islands or like areas, whatever you want to call it, where people like actually pay to go in and that money helps pay for the caretakers that take care of the cats so i didn't see anything like that in japan uh personally mm -hmm. but i do believe that they have like a cat island there um i know that at a thousand gates it seems like the store owners pretty much would set out like food and water for the cats um but i'm not sure about any uh, anywhere else specifically mm -hmm. And I also heard, too, that they're, like, m way more proactive on trap, neuter, return than we are here. Like, they have, like, mobilized units, too. And it could just yeah. depend on the area. I might be overgeneralizing. Um, but I always found that very fascinating. Like, if Japan can do it, why can't we do it? Yeah, yeah, I know. It seems like uh, it seems like it's really important for, you know, the cat stray population. So I agree. The mobilized vehicles would be awesome. I actually used to have a college professor who would set out food and then do a uh, trap neuter release. So that was pretty cool. It was the first time I'd heard of it. So, yeah, yeah I was actually helping out with it and still didn't know that's what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when Lindsay came home, so backstory, we got Max a year and a half ago and a year, almost a year ago at Christmas time, Lindsay came home for Christmas. And of course, Max fell in love with Lindsay and we bought this special blanket it's really furry and fuzzy and it's a Christmas blanket, but we've had it out all year. <laughs> and that's like Max's blanket. So she comes back. Of course, Max is all over her. So his favorite place to lay is on Lindsay's legs on this special blanket that has like gingerbread men all over it. So um, 
Yeah. So Lindsay has a special relationship with Max, even though she helps me take the cats to the vet, right? Yeah. Um, Actually, our one cat, Lily, she would not let me pet her. She didn't like anything to do with me until uh, she had matted fur on her back. Um, And we ended up having to take her to the vet to get it shaved and just check the skin underneath and make sure everything was okay. Um, And after that, she has been like, she absolutely adores being pet, loves me, like all this kind of stuff. Like I really wasn't expecting it. Um, so she associates yeah. you with relief, which is good. Yeah. Which yeah, my cats I definitely did that so. because <laughs> I'm the one who's the bad guy who always takes them to the vet. And yeah. Thor's actually due for the groomer again because even though we've been brushing him regularly um, and he doesn't have any knots now like on his body, he has them like on his like leg, like above his foot. So like oh. I can't even get near him. I'm like, how do you do this? I don't understand. Does so he have like a, he's like, very, he have very fur? fine, long fur. Yes. Oh, so we've been brushing him, but I didn't think, hey, I got to brush his feet and legs. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You would expect like the cat would take care of that because they're constantly. Yeah, and he does. And like you yeah. can probably even see it in my background. There's like little black clumps where I haven't vacuumed yet <laughs> this week. Um, but he just like, you know, gnaws on it, takes it off and he's fine. So but for some reason, that's just like his trouble spot right now. So mm-hmm. I'm nervous because the skin there is so thin that I don't want to hurt him. So I'm like, well, guess who's going to the groomer again? <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of the time I had the traveling groomer come and bathe Max and take care of him. And I didn't realize that at the same time he was doing the cat communicator with the cat <laughs> with her. So oh, he was right. communicating and getting bathed at the same time. And it did seem to help him. Um he and isn't that really... when you had the little nail covers thing? Yeah, had nail covers put on him. Yeah. Whatever happened with that? With the nail covers, they didn't mm-hmm. really help. You know, he itched so bad. Even with the cone on and everything, he could still scratch himself. Mm-hmm. Like he would rub the cone against things to scratch his his face. So really, I mean, thank goodness the medication is still working. He's scratching a little bit now. If he gets really bad at night, then I wash him off with paper towels. I'd love to get him in the sink and with some shampoo and wash him off completely, but um yeah when he's and then like i have to do his ears like do the outside and inside of his ears really gently and then a little bit inside his ear and he's letting me do it more now he's better about it um it's just the medicine and I, he hates the zyrtec and the butter he hates that right Lindsay? yeah we're thinking about maybe probably even tonight trying to like dissolve the zyrtec a little more and put it in liquid just to see if that works any better because he does fine with like the liquid medications uh, it's really just that that pill that we have to crush up and somehow. Now, get what about him. have you tried the gravy treats like I do with Thor? Like the little like the um the, the, the pill oh. push ups gravy treats. Yes, I have tried okay. putting medicine in his food. He won't eat it. He might lick around it, but he won't eat it. He well, that's why I keep it in the tube. And I keep saying when to do it. I've taken video of it. I just need to get my act together and put it up, but. The way that I've done it, it's like he doesn't know the pill is there. And because it's like a push-up plastic tube almost, Hmm. that he's licking the gravy. And as soon as I see the pill coming out, I like squish it just enough where it like forces more gravy. And he just still has no clue. (laughs) Well, maybe that looks just like that too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Max, when he sees the syringes with the medicine, he starts opening and shutting his mouth. He starts going... Because he knows it's about to happen. (laughs) How does that go again for people who are watching on YouTube? Um, Nom, 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 (laughs) nom. (laughs) 
But yeah, so the cats really enjoy having Lindsay here and she does help me take them to the vet. But Cushy was so good at the vet yesterday. We're really surprised. I think he really felt crummy and he feels so much better today and he knows it. So he's here with us. Yeah. I may try to pick him up, but um, I don't know what will happen if I do. He just walked away because he heard that. <laughs> yeah, he already caused all the havoc at the beginning of the episode. So he did his piece. He's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, I guess we could tell, well, I don't know if we should admit this or not, what Lily did yesterday. She brought a chipmunk in the house oh, yeah. and oh, it's gosh. still in the house. I saw it this morning. I tried to get it out, but it ran under the sofa. It's just a little one. It's terrified. So if anybody has any good ideas on how to get chipmunks out of the house, I would love to hear those because normally what we try to do is get them into the sunroom and shut the sunroom door. And the sunroom has a window that opens onto the screen porch. So we leave that window open and hope they'll figure it out because I'll tell you, chipmunks are so dumb. You could have a door open and they'll run right past it. <laughs> Maybe you need to call Dave and he'll call and he'll yell, Alvin. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm in like a really Chipmunks. dorky mood today, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So, yeah, so we have another pet in the house. We have a chipmunk running around. Um, and you know what chipmunks eat when they get stuck in your house? They eat the dry cat food. Oh, my goodness. That's what they do. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, this little one, I feel sorry for it. I want to want to get it out. But, um, you know, it's hard. Our sofa is heavy and low to the ground. It's like a one of those sectionals, so it's mm-hmm. hard to get them out from under there. But maybe it'll come out and we can figure out a way to get it outside. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, we've had so many chipmunks in our house that I didn't even I didn't even know that a cat had brought a chipmunk in before I like woke up yesterday morning and I saw something scurrying in the corner and I just went and got the broom and dustpan. I was like, all right, I guess it's time to start trying to chase this thing out of the house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're so used to it. They're And it's, it's weird. Cause like they'll bring them in, but they won't hurt the chipmunk. They'll just let it loose in the it's house. Like a, and then it's like just... a friend or a gift yeah. for you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, they mm-hmm. want us to try to hunt it. It's like, no, yeah. thank you. <laughs> like, thanks, but no, thanks. <laughs> thanks. But no. So Lindsay, last episode, the one Danielle and I just recorded, mm-hmm. And I saw this on Instagram. She has at her rescue that she works with. It's Tommy's Cats Rescue in the middle of New Jersey. She has this beautiful, long-haired calico-like checkers. Oh, my gosh. That's so sweet. I know. And I want that cat so bad just seeing that picture. I forgot her name already. But she... um, She's actually available through Pet Adoption Network. So Tommy's Cats focuses on the TNR side of things. And then once mm-hmm. we find that cats are socialized and able mm-hmm. to be fostered, then we kind of, I don't want to say hand them off, but just so that we can focus just on the TNR side of things, they handle all the adoptions. Um, but I posted it on Tommy's Cats because I tried to help get the cats adopted there. And her name, oh, it's Bonfire. Bonfire. Oh, oh that's such a cute name. Oh, my gosh. That's a gorgeous cat. So, I mean, Aww. hint, hint, Lindsay Christmas. Wink, wink. Yeah, maybe you could have, <laughs> it, be your, you could have it be your cat yeah. and it could just live here. <laughs> and you could just take Zyrtec forever along with Max for the rest of your life because you're allergic to cats too, aren't you? I am too. I am not actually. I just haven't oh, okay. had a cat because I do a lot of like traveling, traveling. around. So That's right. I figure it won't. I don't want to stress them out too much, you know? Mm. So 
Once I get settled, though, that's my first priority is trying to get a cat. (laughs) Yeah, we have had a couple of people come on that the cats that they got were so young and they had the right temperament where they Mm. actually do travel everywhere with them. But you'd have to make sure that you do it right and you get the right Mm -hmm. temperament cap, work with a a rescuer or shelter that can help match you up. Yeah, Um, but I have one person that I know that flies back and forth between New Jersey and Florida and another one between Florida and New York. Maybe you need to fly back and forth to Florida and that's the trick. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I also I know that this is kind of tough to do, but um I've been seeing like people on like YouTube and stuff will like take their cats with them while they hike. And mm-hmm. that is something I love hiking, so I would be dying to try that out. But it really I I do think you really have to get the right cat with the right temperament for that kind of stuff. Yeah, when we went to um I'm looking backwards at my husband who's working and trying to ignore us talking right now. <laughs> um uh, Harper's, Harper's Ferry we went to and we oh, were walking okay, cool. around there and mm-hmm. we saw a guy with a backpack with a cat sticking out of it that was yeah. on a harness and he's like oh yeah, yeah I, tra- I travel everywhere with this guy oh so, and he had like an so Instagram sweet. page and everything <laughs> that's adorable that's yeah. awesome I've heard that Maine Coons are really good for that kind of stuff because they have pretty even temperament yeah Them I tried like working with Loki on a rat or not a rash on a leash and a harness but um it's difficult because he couldn't get the concept and I just didn't have the energy and intention to put into it full time mm-hmm. to get him to be good with it mm-hmm. um but he just couldn't connect like only going outside when he had the harness on and he would just fly out the door when we tried <laughs> opening it and it just got way too stressful yeah so absolutely he no longer goes outside at all oh well, you know, we could maybe train Max to that because when I saw him online, when he, I bought him, I bought him, I got him from through ASPCA from a rescue down in Kentucky and he had a little harness on him. So I probably could have harness trained him. Hmm. I probably still could because as I was telling you last episode, we had this like long string cat toy with this ball at the end and we were playing with it and it wrapped around him. He just walked around the house with it wrapped around him. Didn't even mind. So Sounds maybe... like a Saturday morning cartoon. Like, <laughs> I, I got a little bit of video of it. So Yeah. And he... you know what? If you won, I actually won. I actually am very lucky. I've won two of the raffles from Mission Meow because I donate every month to go into their, their, for anybody who's not familiar, we had Sally Williams as a guest previously and Mission Meow is a nonprofit that helps find raise for other small cat centric um, nonprofit organizations. So, and I like to win things. So I won twice. One time I won a bunch of like kicker toys with catnip in them. And the second time I actually won a harness, but it was like right when I decided, you know what, I'm not doing this anymore with Loki. So it's still new in the box. I can give it to you and you could try it for Max. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what he'll do, but we could try it. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think he Max is not super like touch sensitive. I don't think like he will walk up to you and just like sit on your foot and have no problem with it. You know, like how most cats are like kind of squeamish about that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, like, so I think I touch he would probably do. Yeah, literally, <laughs> I think he would do pretty well with something like that. Well, and he's had so much going on in his life. He just he doesn't even mind going to the vet. He just like he doesn't even care. Was so, it Max that you were saying when you pick him up, he can just kind of like flop there? And like, yes, doesn't he care. Can, you can kind of carry him around. Yes. Yes. Unless you're can. trying to give him, unless you're trying to give him his medicine. In, the, in <laughs> which case, it's very different. Very difficult. To very hold dramatic. Back like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. He like will flop right out of your arms. Like, you know, when you try to hold a cat and they just distribute their weight in a specific mm-hmm. way. He's really good at that. <laughs> Yeah, he's he he was really happy with me for taking Kushi to the vet though, because he usually goes. So last night he w- was in my bed. Kushi 
was outside last night under the porch. He loves to stay outside. I tried to get him in. He would not come in. So Max laid in bed with me and he laid on his back and he was all sprawled out next to me when I woke up and purring away and like, ha ha ha, Cushy's not here. And Cushy had to go to the vet. So now I like you. (laughs) They're in such competition. I don't know what bringing another cat in would do. What do you think? I don't know. I think if we brought another cat in, it'd have to be like a female cat. Like, I don't think we could bring another male cat in. Like, I think it'd be too much competition. Yeah. yeah, and you'd have to go through and make sure you keep them separate. All the stuff that I did with the, right. the foster cat before I introduced them. Because, again, it was easier to let them all mingle and figure it out at that point. Other than trying to keep them all separate. It was like I had like another full-time career doing that. Well, you said that this five-month-old long-haired calico, who is mm-hmm. just gorgeous, wants a, needs another kitten to play with, right? Yeah, so we need another young, playful cat. So that so different adoption groups and different you know rescues have different policies. Um, it just so happens that for that group, they require that just because they feel that the cat thrives better with another young cat at home to like teach each other the ropes. Um, so that's just their policy. Yeah. So have you heard? I I've seen this stuff on TikTok. It's like feel away or something. It's like I a, have to have that. Yeah. It's actually plugged into that wall behind me because oh. what you know what you were talking about before, Elizabeth. Thor will stand at the top of that top of that staircase, and it's a wide staircase, and not let anybody by. Oh so I started plugging it in there so he would chill out, and then the cats still like go like this, and then fly past him to get down oh. the stairs. <laughs> Maybe we should get that. We should try to get that for Kushi and Max. Yeah, we could get the feel away. I don't, Kushi doesn't really need it, but Max needs it because Max is, I don't know why he tries to block the other cats from going in and out all the time. It drives me crazy. Yeah. So the one that I have is a diffuser. And at first I thought it was a joke, but when I was having the original issues with Thor, where he was just like freaking out, not using the litter box and running around like he was scared, like he was being chased by a ghost, I was like, I'll try anything. Um, And it seems to work. So I'd rather have it there than not. Does it work on husbands? (laughs) (laughs) no i didn't think for a second (laughs) no richard was a little upset this past week because he had a birthday and he turned and he feels like he's aged in the last year so he was not too happy oh gosh another birthday so he was but you know what you could try doing to your husband and actually this is a true adoption story of a cat that we pulled in through tnr wound up being super friendly we named him or i named him george michael bluth just because i love arrested development so his name's really george but i had to take it another step further and um, he looked almost identical to one of my aunt's other cats. And my uh-huh. aunt, um, their their dog is very old. So it's kind of an anytime soon type deal. So she was like, let me get my next pet now to help me gr- through, grieve through. And my uncle's like, we don't need any more animals because they already have two dogs, two or three dogs and two cats. So my aunt's like, don't listen to him. I want the cat. I'm like, are you sure? So my aunt adopted the cat. My uncle came home from work, sat on the couch, went to go pet his cat, Peter, and said, when did Peter get white feet? (laughs) And went to pick him up. And because George had no idea who my uncle was. It was George, obviously. But I had no idea who my uncle was and like wound up scratching his face because he was like trying to kick to get away. And he's like, what just happened? So that's one way to to see if your husband notices if you get another cat. Just get one that looks just like when you have already. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. What do you think? I mean, that could work. We could try. I don't I don't know. I feel like I feel like dad really knows our cats pretty well. He says he pretends like he doesn't, but he he really loves the cats a lot. He gets 
he loves them. He like gets a little jealous when they're like on other people and stuff like that. Well, but. it's funny. The first time that your mom said that you had come over and you had stolen Max, I was like, <laughs> I wouldn't let her back in my house again. That's my cat. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just uh, he was just, he was so sick when we first got him the poor thing. And it was like, how can you not just lavish so much attention on this poor little cat? You know, mm-hmm. but now he's just spoiled. So that's funny. Well, and we have had a theme from a couple of the episodes where our guests have said that, like, the only thing the cats really want from us is what? Love. They just want love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's we, all I want. I'm, 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 you know, having a sad day. I'm like, get over here and love me right now. Well, we are thinking, you know, the special blanket we bought. We got that at Home Goods last year. We are thinking we may have to go back to Home Goods and get another one because. They get really upset if it's not in the right place, but it does move around, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the most comfortable blanket for the cats and for us. So it's like whoever wants the blanket, which is usually me because I'm usually cold. Uh, I'll take it around the couch with me. And then the cats will like Max will try to jump up on the couch and like look for it and see it's not in the usual place. And then he'll like come over and then he'll sit on me. But it's usually he usually searches specifically for that blanket. Well, that's interesting because each of our cats kind of picked their own blankets. And the one blanket I got is actually um, uh, not a Snuggie, but I actually bought it from an expo from a person that was raising funds for an animal rescue like 10 years ago. Um, and the color of it is almost identical to the orange of, of Derek. And Derek oh. picked that as his blanket. So sometimes you can't even see him sitting there. <laughs> but it's almost like a... um. Snuggy, but it has snaps on it so you can close it to be a blanket and it has like a little mm-hmm. pocket in the front but i can never use it like that because it has to be on and if it's not ask my husband he like moves me out of the way to fix the blanket so that Derek can sit in his spot it's like oh so sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's i mean they they own the house always you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah well yeah so i wonder if other people have cat blanket problems yeah. And then the other other blanket actually is my friend bought it and it has like little cats on it. And I'm the one who always says, don't buy me cat stuff. I don't want cat stuff. But then when I get it, I'm like, oh, this is cute. <laughs> um, but there's a cat on it that looks just like Tony. And Tony picked oh. that as his blanket. I'm like, how funny is this? How weird. Do you think they could see that? I mean, I don't, don't know. I still think cats don't look good. I, I They can't see well, I don't think. No. I think that's why they rely on their smell so much. And, and I think that's why them. Thor freaks out so much when he can't find Loki. He just kind of sticks his nose around until he can smell him again. And then he starts charging in that direction looking for him. Right. And they don't um, they don't look in the mirror. Oh, but Lindsay had something she read somewhere or heard that people that cats think people smell bad stink. Yeah, I've heard that cats do not like the way that humans smell like because we don't have a great sense of smell. So we can't really smell ourselves as well as they can. So that's why whenever you like go and pet them, like after a while, they'll get up and go and clean themselves. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, I need to Ew, get they this touch off of me. me. That's yeah. so funny. Well, our, yeah. my cats definitely do that. But my cats are also obsessed with our shoes. Like, yeah. We so if I come back from the gym, forget it. If my husband goes for a walk, like Loki would like stuck his head in the whole shoe <laughs> if he could. And it's so funny because I don't think it's like, it's not like human specific. Like I had a friend who... I would see her cats maybe like once every couple months or something like that. And they definitely, I don't know if they remembered me, but they definitely acted like they didn't. So, mm-hmm. um, but whenever I would go over to her place and take my shoes off, they would always be like sticking their heads in my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I was always like, Kendall, are your cats okay? And she'd be like, yeah, it's fine. They like doing that. <laughs> That's funny. Well, this yes. was fun. We've been talking about having you on for almost a year now. 
Yeah. So well, thank you thank, so much. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. This was fun. And before we let you go, what is mm-hmm. your most favorite thing about cats? I like their independence and their attitudes. I think it's really funny when they like just I, I just like how you know if a cat loves you, you know, mm-hmm. like it's not like completely unconditional, like they're independent. They'll tell you if they don't like something, you know. And then you ignore them and then they like you again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been great. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Make sure that you're following through your favorite podcast player. Make sure you're downloading the episodes. Leave us a review. Visit our website, thejerseypodcast.com. Join our Facebook community and all that jazz. Thanks so much. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening. Let's keep the conversation going. Give this podcast a rating so other cat lovers can find it. Connect with the Jersey Podcasts on social media or visit thejerseypodcasts.com and leave a message sharing a story or question about cats. Thanks again for joining us and we'll catch you in the next episode.